0: PFT Media
1: You are now listening to Cinema Crespadiso. Chris Crespo Chris
2: All the fun. Radio show
0: Everybody likes it Listen, Listen to his shit, shit. to Cinema <laughs> Crespo Tiso.
3: Me check, check one two. Check one two. Excelente. Hola, mis amigos y amigas. Es <heap> e Cinema Crespariso. Episodio cuatrocientos cuarenta y sesenta dos. I think I got that right. Holy shit. Oh, man, we, ha- we, we had sap
2: on for a moment. Well, that I had, was weird. I, ter- I bumped the sap button,
3: <laughs> but it was only halfway in. And it was staticky. Guys, welcome to Cinema Crespo. This episode 462. I'm your host, Christopher Crespo. And I'm Joe Drew I Man,
2: you are just switching up the accents super fast. in I, this. I don't understand we, what's going we, on. We, we've been recording for like a minute, oh, and you've already got two different accents going. I don't understand what's going on. Three...
3: I don't know what this voice is. Four. This is my broken British man. Weird. This is like Bob Hoskins, you got pops <coughs> in him mouth. Remember Bob Hoskins? I didn't remember Bob that. Hoskins. he passed away, hasn't he? I think, I've, yeah. I think it was Alzheimer's <sighs> at the end or something. Sad when know. we get old, man. It's a bummer. That's why when celebrities pass, you know, people are just like, oh, we publicly mourn. Because what we're doing is we're mourning ourselves. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Because oh, th- we're, oh, man, he was. Oh, he had it all and he still died. Yep. He couldn't beat death. You can't. There is no there is no no Mm-mm. Mm-mm. people are trying people are trying I mean, they're Go failing 100%, 100% <laughs> they're all, fail rate all failing in this game of life you know how you know it's a game because there's a fail stage yes uh-huh
2: <laughs> yeah I mean you can be a winner it's not likely but you can
3: be you a can winner be, you can be a winner but in it's not it is not likely it's when, possible but not probable um it's like okay so if for me it's like simulation theory people who are quote winning at life those are the ones those are the players who are playing the game and have like all the access so, codes so, and can do so, whatever so,
2: so you're saying we're just in free guy is that what's going on
3: we're free guy ish yes where we're like the NPCs who are we're not designed to quote succeed <laughs> you know unless we're written into the storyline to do so for like we're like teammates of whoever is playing for LeBron James right now or something whoever that player is in our okay. in our game um there's more to that, but I mean, that, was, that was a different high experience. I'm on, <laughs> I'm on a new high experience right okay. now, where we are here, ladies and gentlemen, to talk about uh, Belfast. Belfast. Uh, I, so it's Irish. Um, we got a lot of a yep. uh, lot of little Belfast. It's just a, it, it, it's just a, <laughs> my brain is definitely spinning tight, in circles it, at the moment. It is a tight little. PG version of The Troubles. It's funny. It's PG-13 actually. I looked it up at, as the trailers were starting. I was like, what's the it rating very of PG. this? It's light, it's light PG-13. Well, it,
2: it's, I'm sure it's for I, I think the someone, violence. I think someone
3: also says fuck at one point. Someone yeah. says fucking. One fucking. Yeah. That, that'll get you. Otherwise, without that, it may have been a PG movie. Yeah. It, it easily could have been. It's a, It's like uh, I want to show a movie to for my middle school class. On we, we just did a chapter on the troubles. Yeah, <laughs> I need a good movie to show them where they can now let's experience it maybe on on their level. Here's a here's a movie Belfast. Belfast. Yeah, no. um, yeah. What you think? You think? It's I mean, like? it's it, it's definitely a love letter to that time. Late, we're talking '69 Ireland, late '60s, then early '70s. Protestants versus Catholic civil war. Things are bad, but also community
2: <laughs> and family. Yeah right and and not necessarily i mean and at least on the street that we follow mm. mm-hmm. it's it seems like the outsiders are bringing the problems into that area like yeah. the people themselves protestant catholic none of them seem to give a fuck they don't care. until these assholes come in outside agitators and then only i mean i, I guess in this part i guess the catholics are Having, no, the Protestants have to leave or the Catholics have the to Catholics leave? The Catholics have to leave. It's, okay. it's Protestant land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And the people who live on the street are sad to see their friends go. Because they
3: don't give a shit that they're Catholic.
2: But they understand because of the circumstances. Because of the violence protest. being uh, visited upon them. Yeah, for no 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 reason other than they they follow
3: a different version of the, some silly religion. Of the exact <laughs> same religion. The exact same religion. It blows my mind. Protestant Protestantism and Catholicism aren't that different. No,
2: pr- Protestant oh. broke
3: away from Catholicism. Yes, yes. Oh my God. So Still. much violence ri- written. It's, oh, man. Yeah. It'd be one uh-huh. thing if it was like I believe in Zenu, I believe in Shiva. Well, we must battle to <laughs> death. Oh, okay. we have completely yeah. different ideas of what happens. Like, oh, we believe in the same guy, Jesus. Yeah, in heaven, uh-huh. earth. Yeah, yeah, sure, Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, the devil. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. John three sixteen. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're, You're going to hell. I'm not. Yeah. One of them was like, uh, uh, <laughs> services only in Latin. Yeah. No, you die now.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And don't forget about communion. The whole communion thing. That's, that's not. not
3: uh, no, Protestants still do communion. Do they? Absolutely.
2: But apparently they don't confess their sins? No. So there's no forgiveness? No, if there's you... no
3: confession to a priest. So Ma- can... Mainline to God, baby. Pray, so just mainline. confess your sins straight to God. Pray to him. God, I beg your forgiveness. If you if you mean it, you're good to go. Uh, you don't have to go to a priest who's in there like, uh-huh. You know what that yeah, sound yeah. is, guys. That's the sound of him tricking off his little pecker. And then being like, money. Lots. And then the mo- <laughs> both sides are like, the money. money that-, that was hilarious.
2: Man. Fire, brimstone, money. <laughs> like my, maybe Good my, service, thanks. Maybe my favorite moment in that <laughs> Dude, movie. That was... That, that, that little that, soliloquy. That, that was some fucking... Dark ass humor.
3: That yes, <laughs> that's what that was. Yeah, that was. Uh, that was some dark ass humor. Um, I did love that. I love the priest ranting and then extreme close up, and he's oh, sweating. Dude, the
2: entire, the entire time I was watching that scene in my head, I'm like, like if I was on set watching in any capacity, like <laughs> I would not be able to hold in my laughter. Like I gotta like, go outside. I was, just, can't do this. He was <laughs> going for it, so yeah. like
3: almost lampooning it. Uh, so i just i just learned this recently this is very new to me Well, well apparently it's campfire stuff word of mouth people know what this is what was it it was the set of thor so the Belfast. We haven't really set this up. The movie Belfast is it's written and directed <laughs> it's Ken- by Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh's Belfast. It's Kenneth Branagh's Belfast, and it really is like a pseudo biopic. Yeah. All right. It's like very so loosey. Right? Yeah. It's essentially him because he's like watching movies and stuff. It's all the uh, things that influenced. Uh-huh. Him. And then he sure and he, about his family leaving. He, yeah.
2: Right. Okay. Uh-huh. But I mean, without leaving, you'd never become Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> he's a, Eng, Eng, England's own.
3: So the Great Britons. The uh, at one point he's reading the Thor comic. I, that was a very cute nod to he's like I love I honestly love that stuff Um, so there's uh, where where was I going there's so many things about it so it's Kenneth Branagh's Thor it's all that oh um, so he's making Thor Ray Stevenson is on that movie right Right. Rome Punisher all that stuff our Punisher The best (laughs) Punisher. So far, at least. So far, the best Punisher so far. Because Frank Grillo never got the shot. And um, he's like one of Thor's friends or buddies from his pack. And he's playing it kind of big. And he goes to Brano, who's directing. He's like, I don't know. You know, my plane is too big. What's going on? I feel like this is getting sort of like ham. You know, ham acting. Mm Mm-hmm. And Brano says, "You're just gonna for this. What we need here, we need you to dip your toe in the river of ham. <laughs> okay, because so, sometimes yeah. that is needed." Yeah. And he says, "Trust me. There have been many times when I have like waited in the river of ham for my yeah. performances. So that's that was Brano's way of explaining like a certain level of acting needed, overacting maybe." Yeah. Uh well, definitely yeah. overacting. Well, it's just old school acting. Yes. Old school acting theater was overacting. Acting, theater acting. Playing to the back row. No. When you do that in a movie, that's it's a weird. choice. <laughs> <laughs> and it's weird. It's a weird <laughs> choice sometimes. But Bronna is you know, Shakespearean from that school, that uh, thought. So uh, it's not a surprise to see that pop up here and there in this movie. People are dipping their toes in the River of Ham. No. In Kenneth Branagh's Belfast for sure. Um, when, when they were the, the, the dance sequence and then pulled back a bunch of army dudes just sit there chilling. Yeah, it's like, yeah exactly. That like, was weird. A lot of weird, <laughs> weird touches like that. Um, but then playing it straight, we got Judy Dench and Kiryan Hines as the, as the grandparents. Killing They're it, so good. both of them. They're so good. It's, like
2: I totally believe them as an old couple who loved each other since the day they for met. For 50 years <laughs> and have just been like riding it yeah. out
3: together. Um, I totally believe it. Yeah, maybe, so like the priest part Maybe my favorite moment And the river of ham That was a river of ham Dude, that was the, rid- With the priest That was fucking ridiculous That was a river of ham uh, But the realness I'll, of I'll, the family dynamics Was I want to know if they had like A
2: little thing of like Reservoir of water Just running down his yeah. face
3: To get that fucking sweat Like man Between takes They gotta like <laughs> Spritz him on him or something Oh, get, get, the, get this, the special effects sweat It's not real water, you know It drips in a specific way yeah. Okay. Now don't really sweat, cause it'll <laughs> it'll mess with the synthetic sweat. Like I could just sweat for you. No, 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 no. No. Synthetic. <laughs> patent pending. This is my own Kenneth Bronos patent pending sin sweat. Oh shit. Maybe maybe that's what it is. That's why it looks so interesting. Um. The family dynamics was, like, the most real aspect of it. The implications of... Not the implications, but the acts of violence were bigger because it's from a child's perspective. How old is this kid? I mean, primary school, I would say.
2: So, I'm thinking, like... Second grade, third grade. (sighs) I mean, yeah. So,
3: what's that? Eight, Eight, nine, maybe ten. Seven, eight, nine, ten. With a brother, 12-ish, 11-ish.
2: Brother looks more like... 13. Maybe something
3: like, like that. The, like straddling adolescence. Yep. So uh, we see him going to class. He, he likes a girl. Uh, he, he likes living in Belfast. But then in the background, uh, unemployment at sh- an all-time high. Yeah. <laughs> Protestants are killing
2: Catholics. Civil War. His, whites his, versus whites. His street literally just got barricaded and like yeah, swarmed people, yeah. by army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile,
3: <laughs> his dad is in and out for work, working construction jobs in England. Uh, so a lot of the movie is just like <laughs> the question hanging in the air. Does the family leave? No. Do we leave Belfast? That's that's it's all, it's all they know. That's truly the 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 crux, the drama of the movie. Now there are things that happen in the movie where there's like this one guy who's like, oh, you are a real Protestant? So you can help us against the Catholics?" And yeah. and uh, old uh, Christian Gray over here is like, "It's
2: just like seriously, dude. Who cares?" Yeah, he's like, this all, "Yeah, this is all
3: nonsense. You've always just been a bully. You're just yeah. you just found another way to be a, a thug, a gangster thug." Um. Like, that was an interesting storyline that then I feel I kind of just got abandoned
2: because that's not the point no. of the movie. Well, no, it, it, it's not the point of the movie, A, and the people who are going to be watching this movie are probably way more religious than... True. I mean, and Kenneth Brown knows that.
3: Probably, yeah. I would, he I would of, imagine I mean, he's making this movie for people who are, like, from the time, the people and, are still alive. And, and, like,
2: I appreciate a lot of the lines like that that Jamie Dornan's character had, especially at the end, he's like, whether they're practicing Hindu or whatever, it's oh, like yeah. as you know, as long as they treat you right and you love them, Wait, they so are, yeah, they're yeah. always welcome in our house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, it doesn't
3: matter what kind of god you're supposedly um, uh-huh. believing in. Yeah. The movie does obviously have a very hard on its sleeve message about family and acceptance of community yeah. and, and the ridiculousness of, of this religious whole violence, religious violence, <laughs> sectarian violence, tribal. We're the same. Like, no, we believe in uh, baptism at, at birth. Like, cool. And this other side's like, no, we just think you should be baptized like when you're a little older and you understand what's happening. Like, no, we go to
2: war. Pe- people over here are like, yeah, we sacrifice goats to the fire god at the volcano. Yeah, they're like.
3: <laughs> and then both those white people team up and they're like, those brown people got to go for now. As we can go back to our shit later. Let's get rid of these weird goat sacrificing brownos. The brownos, that's a weird slur. And that thing. Came that's a new straight, one. Straight from your mouth, dude. From from, from my mouth to white guy's ears. <laughs> Help me against my fellow brown nose. It's the winter. I, I lighten up quite a bit. If I like shave my beard and say out of the sun, I could pass for. Uh, you could pass. I could pass. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen passing. That's not that's not a segue into passing. No. Sorry guys, I haven't seen passing yet. I'm behind on my streaming movies. So dude, the, the harder they're, they come, they're, they're starting to build up. Yeah. Passing, those no. are Netflix ones. Uh there's another one. That that Red Notice just came out too. Red Notice. Which is I which mean, I'm it, sure it's bad. I mean it's I still want to watch
2: it. It is a Netflix action movie, but it's the rock
3: and Ryan Reynolds versus and versus, versus. Gal Gadot and, So I'm in And it's extremely expensive Netflix paid a ton of money for it I'm sure and uh, But it's directed by what? Rawson Marshall Thurber Is this guy's name Dude, it's, it's, Who's it's, uh, not a good director
2: It is going to be the You know it, it, you're, It's going to be on par with The Old Guard And uh, Extraction
3: and I, I hope no extraction's good old guards okay i hope this is on the level of old guard i'm expected I put those i'm two expected on the same to be level. you put them on the same level yeah. i would put extraction on a higher level on a, on a level of like top tier direct to streaming old guard a little lower maybe because my expectations were too high and then maybe that's it for me extraction i went to be like what the fuck is this yeah. i was like oh okay then old guard i was like this could be good and i was like man <laughs> i was and then, and then both, both times
2: meet. both times i was like i mean i was like first straight to streaming movie that was that was surprisingly that, okay that exactly that was on a higher level of that level that, yeah
3: that's fair uh, i i would expect that actually i expect red notice to be worse than those no. so if it's on the same level no
2: Win, I mean, win. I mean, put, all, call
3: that a win. That I mean, in all reality, I put
2: Mank on that on that level too. Yo, Mank is disappointing, dude. <laughs> That's
3: what I'm saying. I mean, it was good. May, but maybe it was it's a thing st- where, like, I don't know, in a couple years, reevaluation, that <laughs> I, type of deal. One more, it's, it's one of those things where it is a, it is a love story too. It's a specific love letter to a specific thing. It's,
2: it's exactly like Belfast. Like, unless, like, I'm sure now I appreciate Belfast for what it is, but yeah. like. Down the line, when you ask me best movies of fucking, blah. I mean, Belfast will probably win a bunch of awards. It because might. It's That's that, why
3: we watched it because it's that kind of movie. Yeah. But I don't. Does that stay in power? Not no for one. Me. No one talks about Ordinary People, which won uh, best Oscar yeah. in 1980. No uh-huh. one talks about that movie. Yeah, yeah. Timothy Hutton still gets work off that movie. Uh, well, people have like whole do whole seminars based on Raging Bull, yeah. which came out that <coughs> year, you know. Uh huh. Nineteen eighty nine, Driving Miss Daisy comes out wins Best Picture. No one's talking about Driving Miss Daisy. Classes are taught based on do the right thing, yeah. which wasn't even nominated. I think so. Yeah, Belfast is a type of movie where it's like it's a way it's of the it's of the moment because it is about like two sides fighting but why it's the same neighborhood Then also outside people coming in and fucking up a neighborhood like we're doing fine you know why are you coming in here and fucking all this shit up because you perceive a difference and and also you think violence is the only way to solve these problems um that feels very of the moment well yeah and uh and then the specific, specific specific that's the end of the episode. Doo, doo, I mean, doo, doo, that's the thing, though. God, that
2: unfortunately, the- R- religious violence like that has been going on. Since no, yeah, we- that'll never end. <laughs> since we invented gods,
3: <laughs> it's like I- we have to evolve in, a- in some sort of biological way to get away from. Yeah, that's that's not- never going to happen. We'll die first before we get there. The um, the specificity of a of immigrant culture being in a neighborhood that has such a specific identity, and then having the 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 idea of leaving it. So then the movie is like this dedicated to people who left, dedicated to people who, left, who decided to stay, like the yep. left behind sort of thing. Uh, so while I'm not Irish and all that, uh, and Belfast and the Troubles, I don't understand that. Currently right now there's a whole, it's been happening for a while, the whole issue in Puerto Rico with people leaving the island, going to the U.S. Uh, mainland because uh, just... The economy sucks there, and you know the more opportunity, yeah. Then just go into a place where there's opportunity. So there's like they're running out of literally running out of people there. The island's getting like uh, depopulated, depopulated in a way that's not good. And uh, there's like people have to make that decision: Do I? Their family is there. Do I take my family and leave and go to go to New York or go to Florida? What about my grandma? What about my Awalita? She has to stay here up in the mountains of fucking like White or some <laughs> shit by herself. This poor lady, and she's like, no, no, I'm fine. I got my empanadas. No, <laughs> oh, she's living an encanto life where she's like magic and stuff. That movie looks kind of interesting. Yeah, it looks okay. We're a little bit of magical realism still, from Disney. I still haven't seen Luca. So, Luca's fine. Luca's good. It's good. Between Soul and Luca for the direct the Disney Plus well, Pixar so, so, releases, so, so, I, I like Soul better. Well soul was like that was super deep for a lot of people Soul, soul, soul <laughs> goes there luca is way more of a chill travel log uh easygoing story luca, luca's worth checking out for sure i mean it's it's a beautiful movie easy watch it's an easy watch um belfast, belfast it's good it's good it's fine Um, it's gonna be interesting to see how it shakes out with um. Uh, Award stuff here in a couple months because a lot of things that have been positioned for, like, awards things have sort of petered out. Belfast, I think, is doing pretty well. Decent amount of people were in that theater. Yeah. So it looks like it's going to make some money this weekend. Uh, We'll see how it goes. Speaking of award stuff, uh, I went and saw Spencer. Spencer is the uh, maiden name of Princess Diana. Mm -hmm. uh, So that's why it's called that. I was like, why is this movie called Spencer? Who the fuck is Spencer? Spencer's Princess Diana. That's how little I know about all that shit.
2: Yeah. I mean, it doesn't... (laughs) You're not British, I'm no, so... I'm not British, I am so I am not
3: british i do not give a shit. You don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about, about, the, the, about queen. the queen. I don't give a fuck about the queen. God save the queen? No. <laughs> fuck the queen. Fuck the queen. Fuck God. Fuck the queen. I don't give a shit. I'm a, I'm an anti-God American. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Are we anti-God
2: Americans? Is that what's happening? I mean, I bet... I mean, I... I mean, by definition, I guess I would be, because I'm not... I'm not. I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess I am anti. <laughs> you really. Wow, you're really trying to work that I'm one. I'm trying up to think there. it. I'm like. I mean, I guess. Just by definition, I would be an, an anti-God American. I think yeah. so. Yeah. I'm not so much like against God as I just like I don't believe. Well, like see, that's I'm, what I'm, I'm not one of those like militant atheists where I'm like, no, you must not believe
3: either. Wow. See like, know, can, how? How can an, you shit what you think? I think anti-God is different though. I think anti-God is not atheist. Anti-God is you believe. There is a god. And you're against him? And I'm against and, and this you wor- god. And you're working actively <laughs> against him?
2: So what? You, would that be a Satanist? I'm
3: trying to bring forth the Prince of Darkness, maybe, into this world to take over and bring darkness on Ponson the land or some sort of Yeah, but you see, the, away, the, a-
2: the actual Satanists are just atheists with morals. No, I see, no, Satanists, <laughs> Satanists are like... They're uh, atheists
3: with morals. They're just running soup kitchens and shit. Fuck, yeah. yeah, fuck Satanists. No, I'm talking about bringing forth the darkness. Yeah. Nah. nah. No? No. Yeah. Well, because, I mean,
2: according to the Bible, if you bring forth, the, the only ones who want to bring forth the darkness is the people who want the second
3: coming to because, come, because it has to come first. Because, yeah, they don't, they don't, yeah, actually, you know, that helps them out. Yeah, that sucks. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah. The, pe- the people who want to bring about part that shit are just going to, I mean, they can
3: bring apart it, but then at well, the end they lose. Well, then fuck that. Let's just open a, a site in a soup kitchen. Should we open a scene in the soup kitchen? I mean, maybe, if, we, if we label it then maybe, and it's nonprofit,
2: come on. Nonprofit and religious. That's like, that, that's, that, that's we, like I, I'm pretty sure the government would pay us to run it. That's what I'm saying.
3: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's an easy 40K or just make some people some soup each. I'm saying 40K each, right? Uh-huh. Easy. I have no idea how this works. <laughs> so I saw Spencer. Kristen Stewart is Princess Diana. And, uh,. So I went into it. I went and saw it with uh, my special lady friend who she's all about. She's the type of person. Like, I love the royal family. I love all this shit in Princess Di. So she confirmed after the fact that a lot of things that happens in this movie, the way it's portrayed, is, like, very on point. Okay. All right. So it's a very accurate portrayal of what happens on a specific Christmas weekend at the, like, winter house of of the royal family. Um, So uh, we're following Diana for the, almost the entire film and it's Kristen Stewart and uh, it things just suck for her. Her husband has been openly cheating on her. Yes. It sucks and to the point where like her his mistress is like showing up at events and stuff and talking to people and Diana's gotta be there with her kids like looking to say like this bitch is fucking uh, the press is hounding her well <clears throat> She's got a. she's got the royal protocols that she's like it's that's so oppressive having to go through all this shit just because she fell in love with some jackass for and married bit. him for a little bit, had and some po- kids. And well, that's the problem. That's not, the ball and chain.
2: It wasn't had some kids, It gave birth to the future
3: king of England. Future possible kings. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's uh a, that's, a that's, that's a goddamn ball and chain. Um she's uh bulimic. And it's with it being the Christmas weekend, food is a huge part of the whole deal. Yeah. So, uh, food is a big part of the movie, but not in a food porn way. If yeah. I if I can you know make that if I can parse that out, while the menu and and the way the food is prepped and all that is, is shown and it's like kind of featured it's not like overly indulgent like here's the close up shots of whipped cream hitting strudel like in fucking uh what's that one the glorious bastards Mm -hmm. you know um and the chef the head chef is this guy from the mission impossible movies who's uh who sean harris who's like they had to go find him out in the in the woods or something he's like you don't know mr mr hunt who's what's coming for you yeah this guy uh, he's the head chef and uh It's funny how you would appreciate this. This is a funny moment where they explain it two times in this movie where first one person gets the explanation, then it gets passed on to the rest of the staff. Um, Where you are cooking, where we're preparing this food, you can be heard in the rest of the house. So fucking shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Make the food shut the fuck up. Um, And so they have to like prep all this food, but be quiet about it. It's like, man. People, cooks are looking at this, I'm like, oh, that would be so nice. <laughs> a Nice quiet kitchen. I don't know about that. This is not a dream. Not a dream. We are using your brain's electrical system as a receiver. We are unable to transmit through conscious neural interference. You are receiving this broadcast as a dream. We are transmitting from year one nine.
2: You are receiving this broadcast in order to
3: alter the events you are seeing. Our technology has not developed a transmitter
0: strong enough to reach your conscious state of awareness. But this is not a dream. You are seeing what is actually occurring for the purpose
3: of causality violation. This broadcast will be received by the
0: perceptual centers as a dream. But this is not a dream.
2: So loud also and crazy. Be, it would also be kind of miserable.
3: I don't like. I don't mind the loud and the craziness. Well, yeah. Some people are psychopaths. or are like, yeah, I want to blast my Metallica on my iPod, and, and you know. No, no. Hey, because it's, it's 2004. You got, the, you got the, I have an iPod.
2: Yeah, you got the Metallica coming from the speakers while you're working. I just had a flash fire and knives and metal. Yes. Yes.
3: That, right. that was my 20s. <laughs> yeah. No. This is more like uh, 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 quince pudding and we could it a very quietly Shit is up there to have a Christmas. Oh. They're having, an awkward, they're having an awkward family Christmas upstairs. it doesn't sound fun. Um, the i thought sure the money was great though. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, that must have been amazing. The um the uh, the the what's this guy? What's his name? He is like a former bodyguard or something of Princess Diana. Uh, saw the movie, said that Stuart was amazing in her portrayal, nailed the mannerisms, and uh, was pretty pretty impressed. That was like the best artistic representation of princess diana that he's seen uh so i think that says a lot to yeah for the authenticity yeah well somebody who spent a lot of time with her yeah precisely the authenticity of the performance there is then there uh for me i know i don't give a shit about princess diana she's a lady who died in a tunnel so yeah uh, yeah, i just here to see a movie some conspiracy theorist thinks she was murdered yeah it's always a fun one (laughs) dies in an accident murder yeah it's so uh, for me it's just a movie about a lady who's trapped in a, got herself trapped in a gilded cage via children no. via two little shits <laughs> little two little punk shits who married beautiful women themselves mm-hmm. and uh, it was good It's a good movie. It's a good movie. The way it it focuses on this one small time period of her life does manage to give an outsider like me a very big idea, more macro view of what she has to deal with, because so many things happen over the course of, like, three days. And, uh... There's other things, the production of it, the art design of it. I don't know if they actually shot at this place or recreated it or what, but like this mansion, this place, the palace going through is incredible. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, dude, English royalty, yeah, come on. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> the opulence of it all, it's all on feature, it's all on display. Oh, also there's this weird, quote, game that they play, that, which is very wild, where when you show up, every guest that shows up has to do an official weigh-in. Uh, and then after three days, they have to weigh themselves on the way out. And if they oh. and if they don't, if they're not up three pounds at least from the time they've come in to the time when they leave, then they it's proof that they didn't have a good time. Like I, you have to prove you had a good time. It's gonna be hard for a bulimic. Yes, exactly, <clears throat> exactly. That sucks. So be like, sit on this weight, you lady He was obsessed with your weight <laughs> on the scale. You have to gain weight. No. Yeah. Oh man. It's. Um, <clears throat> It's interesting. There's a lot going on in this movie. It's a uh, uh, good, quite good. She's great. Kristen Stewart is great, and uh, I mean, even for people like I don't give a shit about the royals, but for I was interested in. In Stuart and in the movie itself, because it's getting some buzz, and I think it's worth checking out, especially for her. And also, there's other people in it who are, who are quite good, including, um, what's this guy, Timothy Spall, this old British actor. You look at him, you're like, oh, I know this guy. Everyone knows this fucking guy. Um, it's good. Good stuff. Spencer, excellent. Moving on. Media diet. I had a Jack Nicholson back-to-back, uh, which is a weird one. Have you ever seen The Witches of Eastwick? I don't think so. George Miller directed it. It's after he did Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Okay. It was his one and only real studio film, okay. like working within the system. Mm-hmm. Mostly a miserable time for him, which is why it's the only one no. where he played with House Money, and uh, Jack Nicholson shielded shielded him from a lot of shit from the other producers and from the studio. Uh, but he wanted to work with Miller. He wanted to work together. This book came out, which is a V very, very popular. I don't know how this book is. And uh, the three lead actresses, that Cher, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Susan Sarandon. Okay. All right. They're ladies who are living in a small town in Rhode Island. They They get together every week where they drink martinis and play cards and talk about the things that they want. They don't know that they're witches. They accidentally form a coven. Okay. Don't you hate it with that accent? <laughs> when you yep. accent, like, hang out a week in the yep. And uh and one week to get together all also like uh like Cher's husband's dead. Uh Michelle Pfeiffer's left him, left her and her and their six kids because she's incredibly fertile. No. Susan Sarandon's divorced her because uh she can't have kids, right? Uh, So one night they get together on one of their drinking nights and they think about, man, what will be the perfect man to show up in our lives. They think about it. They accidentally conjure the devil. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. (laughs) Jack Nicholson shows up in a spooky wind in a cool car with a giant lurch butler and uh, he seduces all three of them. Makes them unlock their powers, but then uh, shit goes bad, and then it becomes like a devil versus them fight. It's a very cool, wild, interesting movie. That's weird. It's a, lo- it's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Very sexy, because Jack Nicholson has to seduce all three of them one at a time, yeah. so we get to see all the different ways of seduction. It's funny watching Jack Nicholson being like a oldish... Fattish guy, definitely fat guy. Uh, they're still slaying it. Yeah, just being like, <laughs> hey, yeah, and you're like, whoa, I think I will let him fuck me. That's weird. How do they do that? How do you do that with his eyebrows? That's so crazy. um And that's from like the late 80s, 87, 88, something like that. The same year that Cher did Moonstruck with Nick Cage, okay where for that one, she was nominated, and then did she win an Academy Award for actress? I don't know. Same year, she had like a crazy run where she was in movies and very successful. And uh, she was fascinating. She always she just fascinates me. The uh, but I said it was a Jack Nicholson double feature. Is what I did. Jack Jack Nicholson. The uh, other movie was earlier, Terms of Endearment. You ever see that one? I don't think so. That's one where it's uh, he's a supporting actor. It's Deborah Winger is the daughter of uh, her her mom's character Shirley McLean, and uh, she uh, she's married to listen to this cat she's married to Jeff Daniels Jeff Daniels first movie question mark okay and uh, he's a bastard of a husband cheating on his wife Uh, they move to a small town follow his career because she's a housewife at this point like two or three kids Uh, she meets local guy John Lithgow Oh, young, go-go. young, young, go, go, let's go. Uh, they have an affair. Um, she gets cancer. They got to go back home to Mama, who this whole time, Shirley McLean, She's got a little trio of suitors from her church. One of them played by Danny DeVito. What?
0: <laughs>
3: yes, this guy this is crazy. Weird. Young Danny DeVito with hair. He looks, looks awesome. He looks great. Very small role for him, though. And uh, and then her neighbor, Cheryl McLean's neighbor, is a former astronaut played by Jack Nicholson, and uh, they go on dates, develop a relationship. The whole time, all her sh- the, her daughter's shit is going on with the cheating and her affair, and then they got a couple of lumps under her armpit. What is this? Oh, terminal cancer. <laughs> Spoiler alert: Terminal cancer is what it is. It's death and your lumps. <clears throat> and um it's a very good movie. Yeah. It's James L. Brooks, it's his very first movie. And he did he won he did that, broadcast news, uh something else after that, and then As Good As It Gets, which is another big one in the late nineties, won a bunch of awards, and uh, a couple of movies after that, one or both of them featuring Jack Nicholson. Most of his movies have had Jack Nicholson in them, and he's also, uh, you know, he did uh, The Simpsons with uh, Matt Groening, about The Simpsons. There you go. James so, um, Elbrooks. It's an interesting movie. It's good. It's very soap opera-y, early 80s <clears throat> soap opera It feels of its time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, style-wise? Yeah. Uh, But it won, like, Deborah Winger, I think, won awards for that. Jack Nicholson may have won awards. It, it got <clears throat> a lot of play when it came out, in terms of endearment and... um. Uh, it's worth it's worth checking out, giving it a go. It's out there. It's it's out there for people to see. And else, uh, do I have anything else to say about that? I'm thinking. That no, I mean just the cast alone. No, Daniels, Lithgow, Nicholson, and then it's featuring. I mean, I don't watch no Shirley MacLaine. She's like a Hollywood legend. I don't watch no Shirley MacLaine movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Shirley MacLaine. You know anything about Shirley MacLaine? Nope. I don't. Know I, my main Shirley MacLaine reference is the. Uh, Animaniacs opening theme song there we go when Dot goes Shirley mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and then my mom had to explain to me ah uh, she doesn't know for me a little cuckoo and I like, believe in aliens and and uh cool spiritualism of spirits stuff like that Anyway, that's all I, that's it that's my media diet I had a weak media diet this yeah. week I'm anemic a am media anemic well, speaking of Animaniacs I watched season 2 yeah. on Hulu was it?
2: it's just continuing it, yep Solid it, Animaniacs? It, it, is, it is this generation's Animaniacs. Any standout stuff in there? Not uh-huh, really. Not that I could think of.
3: Oh, so you just kind of watch it and was like, whatever. Yeah. Doesn't sound like that great,
2: then. I mean, it's it's Animaniacs. It's either... Uh, either it, you're uh, on his wavelength or you're not. Exactly. Yeah.
3: Interesting. interesting. There are
2: going to be better episodes. There are going to be worse episodes. That's true.
3: How many were there? Do you know, roughly? 13, I think. That's not too many. So now there's like maybe 26 total, something like that? I think so. Come on, man. How going you're not working, man? Animaniacs. Season 2. What you, oh, Drew's looking up right now on his phone. While he looks up, I'll let you know that at patreon.com. Yeah, thir- 13 minutes. Oh, there we go. 13. Yeah, yeah 13
2: episodes. 13 episodes. There we go. Uh, and then on HBO Max, I watched uh, Tom and Jerry in New York.
3: <laughs> it is. Is that? What, what is that? It is. It, it is just the
2: current adventures of Tom and Jerry. That's all it is. They, Tom, Tom and Jerry in New York. This is there. There is no change to the formula, to the characters, to anything. Like if you watched Tom and Jerry, you know, on Boomerang or Nick and Knight, or however you consumed the old old cartoons. Yes, yeah. just a continuation of.
3: Now there are cell phones. Is it? Uh, are these many like episode short episodes? Yeah. What is this Sh- short episodes? The whole is like... thing is called Tom and Jerry in New York. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's the it's the series. It's a whole series that. So every yeah. episode, they're in New York. That's just, that's yep. the hook of the series. It's,
2: it's seven episodes, so but, they're all half hour each. But it's broken half an hour. But they're but they're broken up into like three or four segments per episode. And
3: then each segment stands alone on its own. Yeah, sort of. It's of thing?
2: Yeah, because it's, it's Tom and Jerry, dude. And, but each one is like in New York. Yeah, that's weird. Uh-huh. So and there are alligators in Central Park. It makes no sense at all.
3: That that that's that old. That's an old thing where. Um, <clears throat> The same like urban legend is in New York, LA, any city with a sewer system. Someone got an alligator, baby alligator, flush it down a toilet, and then it lived in the sewer system, eating rats and grows, and now there's gators in the sewers. That's like an old um, well, it's, it urban it legend. Well, wasn't myth. in the sewers. This was in a lake in Central Park. There you go. Well, the the, the lakes are all connected to the sewers. There could be a gator there who like hangs out. And, uh, it's weird. It is weird. It was a uh, you know. The ecology of the Looney Tunes universe is quite... Uh, <laughs> well, Tom and Jerry
2: universe, it's the same stuff, so...
3: Yeah, it's all uh, Warner Brothers,
2: M- 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 Mary Melodies, right? So it's good. No, Tom and Jerry was its own thing. Well, oh. I'm not sure if it was made by a different company, but that was like its own like block. Was it really? Yeah, Tom and Jerry didn't like, cross
3: over with Bugs Bunny or anything. That's true. You're right about that. I didn't even think about that. Interesting. Okay. All right, so we got a bunch of cartoons so far,
2: and then on Netflix, there's a documentary series called Animals that came out. Animals. Uh, there, are, so four episodes, each of them between forty-five minutes and uh, an hour. Okay, and they're all narrated by different people. So the the who we got? Who we got? The big cats one was narrated by Rashida Jones. Nice. Okay. The dogs one was Brian Cranston. Ooh, dogs! The so Marsupials The marsupials one was narrated Mar- by Rebel Wilson.
3: Marsupials.
2: And then guess, guess. Australia. Australian Rebel Wilson. Guess who did the octopus one?
3: Ah, uh, ah, yes, of course. The uh, the octopus crashed from outer space. I would say uh, Jeff Goldblum.
2: I mean, that would be awesome, but it wasn't. It was Peter Pascal. How was I supposed to guess Pedro Pascal? <laughs> uh, how are you supposed to guess anybody? I mean, that's that's right. Fair.
3: That's fair. You just made it seem like the thing, like, oh, this is obvious. Yeah, no. Like no, no. I was just trying to be a dick. Well, you got me good. <laughs> you got me good, dude. I got to say. You got me good. Ah, uh, yes. You got me with the, uh, the, 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 the uh, and the, uh, the guests. Uh, so anything else? No. So not. the animals on Netflix, Tom and Jerry. That's the HBO, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, uh, M and M- 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 e- Oh, and I
2: watched the uh, the.
3: Ah, so it wasn't all <laughs> the the new Room of the jewels video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for, for which song? Uh, Don't look back. Don't look back, and that's on the. Uh, it came out. What's this? Is Adult Swim. So fest.
2: There's some there's Adult Swim started doing a fest. Yeah, and you know COVID, so now it's just online. Yeah. So, but like they, just promote Adult Swim stuff.
3: Sure. And so like sort of like Disney Plus days. Yeah. Of thing. Uh-huh. Like, look at all the stuff we got. Yeah. Including uh, some new, new fun things for you to watch right now. Yeah, hmm. and okay. it's uh, it's based
2: on the uh, Night of the Living Dead, so it's all black and white.
3: That's fun. I wonder if that has to do. So it's like, and it, and it uses footage actual from footage
2: from the movie. Yeah, right. And like they're cut into it, or like their hmm. story
3: is cut into it. You know, because it's all black and white. And it's so. a, yeah, it's a video. It's yeah. a video. I wonder if uh, that has to do with like there's this whole thing with Night of the Living Dead. That was George Romero's first movie. And whatever happened when the movie, when the film got shipped out, however it works, the actual copyright, copywriting on the film was left off the film. And it went out there. Public domain? Really? Yeah, so it went directly, that movie went directly into the public domain because they didn't copyright it. It was an accident because they're amateurs. Um, And that resulted in... You can find so many cheap rips of that movie.
2: Well, yeah, because it's you, you just open sourced a brand new genre
3: of film. Yes. Yes. <laughs> People play it on TV. They didn't have to pay no one. Romero got no money for that movie becoming popular anyway, But it becoming free for broadcast is part of what made it popular. It's a weird catch-22. Yeah. Uh, So I wonder if that's still in effect. Like, I don't think that ever... I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. that's probably never been, like, sort of, quote, fixed. So anyone can, like, yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and just take this movie that's in public domain and put ourselves into it, you know? Smart, those boys. Those boys are smart in the RTJ. Um, Okay. I watched that on HBO Max.
2: All right. Because it's part of the Adult Swim Swim thing. Yeah. Yeah, there
3: you go. All right, excelente. Which I'm sure the Blade Runner anime oh, will be on yeah, there right black lotus yeah because that's, a that's appra- that apparently starts tomorrow oh my god really no yeah.
2: <laughs> that starts tomorrow i think excellent
3: yes 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 i love it i love it i love it um okay you know what let's take a break and then we're going to be back with the second half of the show i have a whole bunch of news stories including disney plus stuff and then other things as well including but not limited to movies the way you look at me is pretty funny okay guys we'll be right back
1: suppose what your faith has said was essentially correct Suppose there is a universal mind controlling everything, a God willing the behavior of every subatomic particle. Now, every particle has an antiparticle; its mirror image, its negative side. Maybe this universal mind resides in the mirror image instead of in our universe, as we wanted to believe. Maybe he's anti-God, bringing darkness instead of light. Why weren't we told the truth? (laughs) Without the technology to confirm, it would have been another legend. But he was our prisoner, not yours. We had a responsibility to warn the rest of the world. Only the corrupt are listened to now. They tell us what we want to hear. We believe it to be divine light. <laughs> Just got colder in here. And, uh, suddenly, it's as if, as if something moved through the room.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, keep us away from the weird desert children. That is the mystery Oh, that you will not know what we were talking about because I cut out all the other stuff that we were just mentioning. Patreon.com slash so Go there today uh, and, and catch up on Dr. November. We just released an episode on The Living Daylights, my very first James Bond movie ever. And uh, this Friday coming up, we're releasing an episode on Goldeneye, Drew's first Bond movie ever. Um, uh, and also the video game we definitely spent the at least video uh, we spent at least 15 minutes talking about the video game <laughs> it's a good video game it's a goddamn it's awesome a video game seminal
2: moment in my young life Chris
3: Um, so uh, that's available at patreon.com slash Chris so sign up today for new episodes every Friday uh, plus other stuff as well and uh, hold on hold on a on mm-hmm. drink more it'll help mm. this is not mostly water I just added water
2: sure Cause I was drinking before you he got here so fire, fire water I have
3: to modulate fire water <coughs> oh, excuse me mm. no I'm riding the dabs right now uh, and then also I did contemplate. I was like margarita no I'll do that <laughs> I'll do margarita after the show after the show uh, <coughs> oh my god <laughs> and he's dead <laughs> it's over if we did a video podcast that should be hysterical <laughs> if that was on twitch people would be laughing but that was just for you. That was a physical <laughs> joke, just for you. Um, okay, guys. Like I said, patreoncom slash So we a uh, sequel summer is coming up, and oh man, it's that's gonna, gonna be a good one. And uh, we have a Facebook group. You should delete your Facebook account. Some people are doing it. I'm noticing less it's interaction good. from specific people. That's great. That I'm glad you're choosing to use Facebook less. We all should use Facebook less, as unless you can't tell from the outside. Uh, you should be able to tell i'm only using it for promotional purposes if you go through my my timeline it's almost like it's like 90% cinema crisputi please listen to my shit that's what it is yeah Pre- precisely very self aggrandizing <laughs> ooh did i use that right maybe i think i did and uh we got the instagram and we got the tiktok i mean i never even mentioned that shit anymore to twitter at crisputi so it's all still active and being used try my best we got it's not so, it's so tiring <laughs> it's so tiring my last three TikTok videos it's like a cat a dog and you know. like whatever I can find out god what is this? someone please I, need, like my I need I need content <laughs> is there a monkey around here I can
2: film you should just start finding uh, like royalty free videos and just post <laughs> yeah.
3: why even royalty other people are just reposting people's shit yeah. right yeah royals are free at least I'm being conscious enough to do that yeah I'll repost *The living dead uh-huh. three minutes each <laughs> Right. The, whole, the whole movie in three-minute segments. The whole movie three-minute segments. They're, yeah, just watch the movie and then you just scroll up, scroll up, scroll up. 90% of people are shitting while they're on the goddamn TikTok anyway. Right? You don't, don't, you know. don't, you don't, you don't t- What do you do I, when you I shit? Don't TikTok. What do you do when you shit, though? <laughs> <laughs> I shit? Yeah, but what are you looking at? Are you grabbing shampoo bottles? Are you in the back? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm usually s- scrolling the news feed. Okay, okay, okay. you scrolling something. All right, you're scrolling. Everybody scrolls on the show. Everyone's scrolling. We all scrolling. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. I hate it. Society sucks. That's why your phone's so disgusting. It's disgusting, guys. Stop putting it in your mouth.
0: <coughs> or your in baby's mouth. So in ma- Yeah, <laughs>
3: exactly. That's what I'm saying. well, babies are strong. They got the young immune systems ready to kick ass. You know what I'm saying? If you say so. I do say so. I'm Dr. Spock. Speaking <laughs> of Spock, patreon.com slash You'll know what that means in a few weeks. Um... So, no Facebook comments, that's fine. And because and, uh, I usually put up a thing there, but no one used the thing. And then there's also the email, send them across one of these And I want to use that. For all you grandmas and grandpas who still use email. Yeah, what's up with you weirdos? I know I ask you every week, but what's up with you guys? You fucking weirdos. Uh you can also uh you can also text the show at the number on your screen below. Make sure you smash that subscribe button, hit that <laughs> notifications bell, and we'll be back next week with your sponsor. Uh but before we do any of that, let's get into um let's get into some news. Got a decent amount of newsy stuff. Uh first rest in peace, Dean Stockwell. Never do to rest in pieces, but man, I love Quantum Leap. Leap was awesome. It was a good show back in the day. It was a, a good at show. least I remember it being a good show. Yeah, yeah. I don't I'm know sure we watch it now. It's like, Ooh, I'm sure it's bad. It's yeah. problematic. I'm sure it's got all the issues. Yeah. But in memory, it's, it's fantastic. Good. And he was uh, a ow. He was the best character with mm-hmm. the uh, with Ziggy and yeah. all that. He's communicating with Ziggy. Ziggy says this, Sam, and you're like, man, that guy's fucking awesome. Uh, rest in peace. In Sockwell. He's also in, like, Blue Velvet and Beverly Hills Cop 2, mm-hmm. specifically, and stuff like that. And uh, the first Dune, he's in David Lynch's Dune. He plays the uh, the doctor character, Dr. Um, uh, He's awesome. He's great. He's dead. <laughs> 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 he was right. great. He was great. He's dead, like, uh, in his 80s or something. He, good, he, good for him. He, yeah, he, he's fine. He, he made it. Yeah, he's fine. It's sad. It's not a tragedy. It's very sad, but it's not a tragedy. Um. Speaking of Dune, Dune Part Two will begin filming July 2022 for its release October 2023. Okay. Yeah, things are chugging along. Thank you for Dune Part Two. Part Two. Dune Two. It's happening. It's happening. Um, Marvel Studios has apparently been shut out of China. For the year of 2021, completely. All three of their movies did not come out in China. Okay. And it's the first time that has happened. And it may be part of China's new lockdown on uh, what movies they allow to play in their country. They're really trying to promote Chinese box office and make it be like, oh, it's, its the world's greatest box office. You know. Yeah, so it's like well, another I mean, thing to crow about.
2: A lot of other countries do have their own domestic books box
3: off thing absolutely you know? i mean, I mean india. I'm, I'm
2: sure india consumes a lot of american media but it has bollywood
3: i, I only really, bollywood is one of three like uh uh film hollywood style film systems in india yeah. india is so big that they have like three Bollywoods okay, essentially it's wild yeah. really when you think about it if you knew about it i personally i don't i don't got time for all the dance and all the singing and dancing okay. nope it's, it's the it's it's antithesis not, it's not of of what, what we're looking for yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah it's it's wild how much that shit is out there and uh, China has decided no no movies part of it can be because um, Eternals is directed by Chloe Chow mm-hmm. former Chinese nationalist who has come out and said shit about China mm-hmm. in the past and the other one is Shang-Chi starring Simu Liu who himself called China a third world country like in 2017 in an interview and, uh, and then it's like a Chinese star is China going to be about that shit you know apparently yeah. not apparently no uh looking on the they provided this article right a list of uh, grosses for marvel movies in china and like your avengers your big team-up movies those things can make like an additional 600 million dollars in china yeah. uh, quite a lot of money um uh, but the other movies your more standalone stuff like your. Things like Black Widow, Shang Chi, and Eternals would expect to make about a hundred to two hundred million anywhere in there in China. So that's how much you're losing by those movies not coming yeah. out in that market, which is very fascinating, um, and it has a lot to do with the government. Well, yeah, I mean because it's because of China. Yeah, they're
2: they're this weird communist slash capitalist capitalist for the government, but not for anybody else. It's yeah. weird.
3: Yeah, it is weird. It is weird. Speaking of uh, Disney Actually stories are all Disney related We got uh, Shang-Chi And 12 other Marvel movies Will be available In the IMAX format On Disney Plus Because the IMAX uh, Format has been used Quite a bit In Marvel movies Over the last few years mm-hmm. So uh, Just like how Zack Snyder's Justice League Was presented In it's full IMAX format The whole time yeah. Now uh, Certain Marvel movies Will have okay. that Including uh, Thor Ragnarok Cool Yeah So that might be interesting Um, Eternals post post credit scene the final post credit scene it's been a couple weeks alright so spoiler alert if you care about the final post credit (laughs) scene of Eternals at this point I don't think you should you definitely shouldn't we're about to talk about it and I'm talking about the one involving the Black Knight Mm -hmm. Um, but more specifically there's another voice in that scene where so it's it's uh, Kit Harington as Dane whitman is white guy playing a white guy who's like i'm gonna grab this sword mate and he's about to grab the sword and a voice off screen says are you sure you're ready for that and he's like he doesn't grab it and then it cuts to black that's that scene uh and then people are positing is that blade because it's like oh he's trying to grab a sword is that blade no no right it's stupid right (laughs) to think of that as a blade well guess what guess what chloe chow has confirmed that the voice of that character, the person providing that voice is indeed Mahershala Ali. That is supposedly Blade. Are you fucking fucking me? I fuck, <laughs> you, I fuck you. Fuck you, not, sir. That that apparently that is Blade's now big quote debut in the MCU is as an off-screen voice. That where apparently Drew. uh So what? H-
2: how does that like?
3: How? What is he why? just like
2: hiding in? Is he like hiding in the room? Like he's he's not like an. Like a telepathic warrior, yeah. Or not like, like an crawler. ancient god. Or... He didn't
3: did bamf into that room. Yeah. um What? happened oh, I, I don't know. Fuck is going on. What is going on is that all the way up, like up until the last minute, they didn't know who that character was gonna be. It could have been anyone. And Chow even said that at one point it was uh Sam. What's his name? Falcon turned Captain America. Whatever. That it may have even been him. It, that's what That's I'm fine. saying. It could have been anyone. It just happened to be Blade. But they just decided, no, let's make this Blade's big. It's stupid. I hate it. because the... it's so arbitrary and dumb. Exactly. Mm. Not thought out. One of the things I trust about the MCU is it's thought the way it's thought out. And I feel like they're losing their grip on that. It's just gonna be a bunch of uh,
2: mishmash, mishmash, and just throwing in people that don't make any sense anywhere. Just but like but for the, the comic book, it does yeah,
3: but just like the comic book industry itself, yeah. you know how it started so promising and. Little...
2: Well, it has to go through the growing pains, Chris. I mean, if if the if the comic book movie industry is anything like the comic book industry, Which I'm sure it will be, it's yeah. going to have some massive ups and downs. Well, I think we're getting ready to
3: hit, <laughs> all, all with all good intentions aside, I think we're getting ready to hit a big down. I mean, it's about fucking here. time. It's been going on for how long? A decade. <clears throat> in in like good in success, no. a, a decade of success, two three movies a year. Um. All right, sticking with Disney. Emilio Estevez has left the mighty ducks production. Oh, all right. Season two, he will not return. And people were like, Oh shit. Is it like some sort of anti-vax thing where he refused like ice cube. Remember talking about last week, ice cube walking away from $9 million, Jack black comedy payday. Yep. Uh, so we were like, is Emilio Estevez anti-vax? And he was like, yeah, to come out and be like, Nope, I ain't no anti-vaxxer. I even had COVID last year. That shit sucks. Uh, it, Purely, purely a business. Uh, business contract dispute. That's all it is. Yeah. Uh he said um he called it creative it's a contract. He wants creative money. differences. He wants money. Yeah. Creative differences quote he wants money. But it has nothing to do with the vaccine. But that is like a big goddamn It's a thing now. It's a big thing. And we're actually gonna talk about that a little bit a little bit later. But us with sticking with Disney stuff for now. Uh you know what Disney movie j- just got officially announced? What's that? The Predator prequel. Excuse me. That, they, they because, own? It, because it didn't work again? No, because they own Fox, so now it's like Predators a Disney movie. <laughs> Isn't that weird? That's weird. It, 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 it'll take it'll mid- it'll technically be twentieth century <laughs> studios. I was
2: about to say because it would be really funny to have the Predator you know they should do
3: Predator at Disney that would be awesome Predator shows up at Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween (laughs) no 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 no. I'm thinking he comes in like oh in a movie yeah and like the 4th of July
2: celebration or something that would be awesome he's he's like sitting on top of Cinderella's tower scanning people and getting ready to fucking murder them take out their skulls for the trophy his
3: shoulder laser scanning the crowd the little girls eating ice cream
2: Mickey gets one one mini gets one. A little girl gets one. That would be awesome. <laughs>
3: <Yes>. <laughs> Definitely got to kill the little girls. That's a tenant of the Predator films. Um, the Predator prequel has been announced. Uh, it's directed by Trachtenberg, the guy who did Ten Cloverfield Lane. Okay. And it is called. It's working title. We reported on this before. It's working title is Skulls, and it's starring. What's her name? Andrea Thunderleg or something like that. The um the girl from Legion, who was the one who's like part of she would be in the British guy's body. Okay, yeah, yeah. The that tough the tough mm-hmm. chick. She's the lead, and uh, I'm actually gonna have to click on this because it, we got a summer 2022 release. Okay. The pro uh, the title is prey. Oh, see what they did there! Yeah. Predator, predator. Mm-hmm. Okay, I see what he did. And uh, where's the actual Dan Trachtenberg? That's the guy's name. Amber Midthunder. That's the actress's name. And uh, here we go with the actual uh, uh, update. Here it says, "Oh no, that's not what it is." Where is it? A little explanation. They they announce what the movie is about. Here we go. The it's set in the world of the Comanche Nation three hundred years ago following Naru, a skilled female warrior who fiercely protects her tribe against a highly evolved alien predator. I wonder who that is. So it's Predator versus Indians. Predator versus Comanche Nation. Okay. Yes. Fun. Yes, yes, yes. With, with the girl from Legion being the lead, okay. the lead girl. I'm in. And, then the, and then the sub story, the character story that I know is that she is like a character who is trying to fight against uh, the gender politics within the Comanche Nation. She wants to be a warrior. She's a fighter. They're like, ah, yeah. nah, you a girl? Go like braid hair or, or, or clean animal guts or, or something. Or birth other Indians. Yeah, go birth <laughs> Indians. Yeah, go birth children. Don't you know about replacement theory? White people are coming to replace us. It's happening. Uh, but then Predator comes. Uh, so that's ha- that's summer. Next summer. Okay. That could be good because it's it's different enough. It's weird enough. It's weird enough. They're not just trying to, like, uh, be adherent to some sort of, uh, as far as we know, some sort of mythology. We'll see. Um, the X-Men are finally making their return to the MCU, Jurassic Island, to yeah. Disney. It's finally happening. Okay. You hear about this? No. The X-Men colon... The animated series, okay, remember that from the nineties? Yes, it's back, baby. Is it gonna? I mean, picking up exactly where it leaves off. Isn't that weird? It's weird. Featuring act voice actors from the original voice actors, a number of them anyway, whoever's still alive or around, even it's still weirder. working. That's what I'm saying. I wonder if it's even gonna be the same like animation style, just updated. That's very possible. Man, Gambit was awesome. Was not awesome. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big turnaround. Yes. <laughs> Uh, well, it's, com- it's coming. It's going to well, be called uh, X-Men 97. i <laughs> not a van. I, so. I
2: don't think so, man. I mean, some stuff is like classic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you, you know, sometimes you just don't remake, like, 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 like Tom and Jerry. You don't remake a classic. You don't remake Tom and Jerry. You don't, you remake, don't remake it.
3: You just do a new one.
2: Yeah. With this, it, like X-Men wasn't that good. I don't think it was good enough to do that. So just redo it, just do a new one instead. I mean, they've tr- they've already made other X Men animated series Have since they? then. Since then, and I don't think they're very good.
3: We're now they're going back to the to the '90s one. then. Nostalgia, Chris. people are strange. It's that '90s nostalgia. Yeah, it was that yeah that shit that shit sucks. I hate it. <laughs> it's awful. It sucks. Uh, I like all the '80s stuff better. The um the Agatha Harkness show has a title. What what? what? Uh, WandaVision. okay. The Catherine uh, uh, Han's character. Mm-hmm. She's getting her own show. What? And it's called Agatha, House of Harkness. Okay. So I guess like a witchy show? Sure. She's getting a witchy show. Apparently that's popular? Witches, yeah, sure. Okay. Witches, witches are always popular. Okay. With the ladies. Well, I mean, mean, whatever. It's only, man. Check out that Witches of Eastwick movie. It's pretty good. Uh, You can see... Jack Nicholson seduced Cher. That's weird. It is weird. <laughs> they're, uh, they're hot. She's hot. Pfeiffer's hot. Sarandon, they're all hot in that movie. Jack Nicholson's crazy. Um, Marvel Zombies getting its own animated show. Now, that I get. So, yep. That was fun. That was a fun one, so that's happening. Uh, Spider-Man, colon, freshman year. Another animated show. Okay. Spider-Man's like the very first year of Spider-Man, essentially.
2: Man, why do they keep making spider-man
3: a kid like they always just reboot it and keep him a kid like i want because i think that's what they think the main appeal is of spider-man is that he's a a a teenager who's experiencing this shit yeah but there's not too many teenage superheroes but
2: here's the thing if you don't get peter parker at least
3: yeah like if he never ages like things are just weird well i mean they age him up into the 20s and uh, at some points and they just gotta reboot it and go back right I'm just saying. I don't follow that. I, shit. I, I want a Peter Parker that remembers
2: going on the fucking seventy years <laughs> of adventures and like his rode by the.
3: I want Frank Miller's Spider Man. All right, okay, okay. You want Parker like yeah. Logan? Uh huh. Parker. Yeah. I'm fine with I'm fine with that actually. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. Mary Jane's dead. <clears throat> <laughs> the, the death of Gwen
2: Stacy still hangs on him.
3: So many deaths.
2: <laughs> what have I become?
3: His uh his his webbing is uh like are we doing natural organic webbing? That's my favorite part of actually the Sam Raimi movies. How is the yes, organic the organic is- shooting and how in the second movie it's it's, a, it's like uh, erectile dysfunction no. because he's losing his confidence. I think that's hysterical. this loses, yeah. That's great. So if you have old man Parker, he's like, oh I try, just dust comes out. No, that's not fun. I used to be. <laughs> I used to be more viral. That's no fun at all. Give him some Viagra. I can still do it. (laughs) Uh, Black Panther 2 got shut down temporarily because Letitia Wright has to recover from an onset injury. Hmm. Sucks for her. It does suck for her. According to Hollywood Reporter, Wakanda Forever is not shutting down temporarily as she continues to recover. The uh, additional reports acknowledge that she was elevated as the lead of the sequel upon rewrites due to the loss of Chadwick Boseman. Um, and now some weird stuff is happening. So uh, we've talked about this before. Back Late last year, back around December or so. Uh, when the vaccine stuff started coming out, she tweeted or Instagrammed some, regram some video that was, like, questioning all the vaccine stuff. Mm-hmm. So, people were like, Letitia right, anti-vaxxer, question mark? And then her people got to her. And then instead of just even deleting the video, she deleted all her social media accounts. <laughs> right? Yep. That's the smartest thing she has ever done. Yeah. Off social media. She's off it. Uh, but then words started leaking that on the set of black panther 2 wakanda forever she's been talking some like anti-vax shit amongst the uh, amongst the crews and stuff in the in the cast uh so they even had to put out a statement but like no that's not true they're trying to get ahead of that but why would that even leak out like that if it's not if it's not true uh so now this weird thing is happening where now this i don't like i'm not a fan of no anti-vaxxers but this i don't like Black Panther fans quote fans are now petitioning for Letitia Wright to be like removed from the movie or not finish her thing because of all all this anti-vax speculation and that I hate I hate
2: speculation no
3: I hate speculation and I hate fans quote fans the fan base uh, demanding stuff from the movies and from artists, demanding that Sonic be redesigned, demanding wow. the the the, the Dude, Snyder Cut be released. I hate all these demands. Sometimes it works, it, which, d- is which is the problem, silly. which is a problem. Which is a problem. Sometimes it works, and it's a real bummer. Yeah. But I hate when the the, quote, the fans demand that shit because it's stupid and shitty and and, and bad behavior. Um, regardless of Letitia Wright's viewpoint on a very clear cut science. <laughs> um, speaking of. Anti-vax celebrities are starting to come out of the woodwork more and Ugh. more, and uh, we got a little rundown of who they are. And someone, this article actually posits that maybe, maybe it was Nicki Minaj's <clears throat> little tweets recently about talking about she's like a, her cousin in like Barbados or something said that his friend or his cousin got like swollen testicles from the vaccine. Excuse me. Yeah, this whole thing, and then, I called bullshit. Exactly. Everyone called bullshit. It was like Nicki Minaj, anti vaxxer Question mark. It became the thing. And uh, but that like since then more and more people have been sort of coming out like there's this uh, this one lady who's a, a a model she's like known in those circles, uh, and uh, she's known also because she's uh, very close to Giselle Bundchen, a much bigger, more popular person. Mm-hmm. Uh, this article also talks about Letitia Right, we got um who is the uh, oh this is hysterical Aaron Rodgers Green Bay Packers <laughs> also uh, fill in Jeopardy host yeah. Which, which brings him a bit into our world. <laughs> someone asked him because, you know, NFL has <coughs> yeah. some very stringent rules and rules policies asked regarding all the COVID stuff. They, they're trying to get people to get vaccinated as high rate as possible. So uh, the uh, someone asked him at some point last year or th- earlier this year if he had been vaccinated. And he replied that he had he is immunized, immunized, I- immunized. Yes, immunized. Uh, and no one asked any follow up questions. Okay. I was like, wait, well, we asked if you were vaccinated. What are you talking about? And He said he was immunized. Mean, and what he means by that is that he had previously had COVID, so his antibodies yeah. there. And then his girlfriend, uh, Miss Homeopathy herself, Charlene Woodley, uh, was like uh, helping her get. A lot of like people are asking this: Charlene, how involved is Charlene Woodley with all this? Um, His hesitancy towards towards vaccine and stuff. And um she's done interviews where she's like she's uh, what's the word? Uh, stupid. Okay. She's she's a great actress. (laughs) I enjoy her movies. Dumb. (laughs) She is dumb. She's a dumb, privileged girl. And uh, and he did these interviews where now it turns out that he's been lying to people because people would then he when he said he was immunized, people would just assume that he was vaccinated, vaccinated. and no one asked for proof. So he's been like, well. I mean, if he if he
2: had COVID, technically, I mean, yeah,
3: yeah. But that was like last year. Those antibodies only last for so long. Vaccine antibodies are proven to work better than uh, than yeah. natural, uh, the antibodies. Uh, speaking of which, I got uh, just like. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger didn't want in Jingle All The Way, I got my booster. (laughs) I got it. I got the booster here. I didn't want the turbo man. I got the booster and now my arm feels a little weird Uh but otherwise I'm fine. I'm doing okay. So the... uh... So Aaron Rodgers, oh, he did an interview where he was wearing... Uh, I didn't look it up exactly if it was... I'm assuming it's from the movie Tombstone. It's actually Val Kilmer but he had a shirt. He did an interview talking about his immune status and the vaccine and all that stuff and they had a shirt that had doc holiday on it who's dying of tuberculosis thank you (laughs) for seeing the irony immediately yeah (laughs) this idiot wearing a doc holiday shirt thinking he's some sort of badass what an idiot what an idiot they were gonna have him host Jeopardy get the fuck out of here
2: this is tuberculosis vaccine you can get it and not die it, 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 <laughs> there's a reason why
3: we're not dying from tuberculosis right now Aaron Rodgers is called vaccines you fucking yeah. idiot
2: and Dude, do you remember going to public school in America yeah hey guess what you got the measles mumps and rubella vaccine yeah Shh, but, and also polio too which is why you don't have any of those diseases and never yeah. got them but they're coming back though no they're coming back mumps oh, yeah. is coming back uh huh mm. cause
3: anti-vax cause of Jay McCarthy apparently um, cause of singled out it's fine. It's going no, be traced back to single out.
2: You know what? That just, that just means these dumb people's kids don't get to
3: live it either. Yeah, but then unfortunately, like some smart people's kids gotta die in the process because they're like have to go, go to dumb people's kids. Yeah, that yeah, sucks. So the uh, uh, oh, and then he did another interview where he was wearing a Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker hoodie, which is an awkward choice. Surely a free hoodie he received as promotion. I hope so. But he was wearing that, and the Mark Hamill tweeted a picture of him with that hoodie, being like, "Don't you be." Uh, uh, like trying to defend your, you lying while wearing a, a Star Wars gear. <laughs> How dare you, Mark Hamill? Like coming out against uh, Luke himself. Luke himself come out against a known Star Wars fan. Aaron Rodgers, I'm like you idiot. So that, that if Aaron Rodgers had any feeling in his in his dumb heart, it had to hurt right there. Mm. Have Luke Skywalker come out against him? Uh, possible governor, Texas governor Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> while himself vaccinated and his wife vaccinated said that he's against a uh, vaccine mandates for children because he himself has a, a, an eight, 11 and 13 year old. So he was in the shit like, I'm against the wreck. Rac- hey, all right, all right, all right. No vax for kids. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He's like one of those on the fencers. Like mm-hmm. maybe we should spread them out. All right. All right. You know, <laughs> I gotta be all at the same time. You know, I saw that. I was in doubt. buyers club. Um, and then people are like, what are you, anti-vax? He's like, no, no, no. He had to come out. And no, like, but he's running for governor in Texas. So possibly, he, he, yeah. ha- he has a, a
2: particular base that he has to cover.
3: Celebrities are politicians now. That's the way it happens. And uh, and then he had to be like, actually, my 13-year-old is vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So and celebrities have become president <clears throat> at least twice, at least in my life. You
3: got Reagan. Uh, Trump. And Trump. Yeah, Trump really kicked that. Reagan was, uh, at least he like worked his way up with the governor and stuff. Clint Eastwood was the mayor of a town. Mm-hmm. They've all tried on lower levels. Trump just shot. shot, shot. He took a shot. Um, so, McConaughey, Governor McConaughey, future Governor McConaughey. I'm okay with that. Had to be like, uh, actually, my 13-year-old is vaccinated. You know what? And, 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 just, you, and, and you know what I
2: love about high school girls? <laughs> you know what I love about high school
3: girls? <laughs> they don't need the vaccine. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Uh I think Pfizer it was just approved for five to eleven year olds for like Pfizer. The emergency? Uh no, I think like full f- I think f- full, approval. full approval. I think it's full approval.
2: God damn, get it, kids. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Don't
2: die. Less, less less excuses for your fucking wishy washy parents. And if your parents what, if your parents say no, just go get it anyway. <laughs> just go get it. I don't know how that works. I don't know how that works. <laughs> how, how did you how can you appeal to the <coughs> doctor? Listen, yeah. I want the vaccine. My mom says no you're a doc
3: can you you're help a me here I'm, a, bro? I'm, I'm nine year old i'm nine <laughs> years old you're a doctor help me out we got here uh start oh yeah uh, let's, let's move into this weird bit of social media where vin diesel put out a post on instagram asking his quote little brother dwayne johnson to come back to the fast and furious family excuse me I mean, when I say the story never dies it never dies <coughs> little brother yes isn't that weird but then he goes on to say that uh, oh, oh yeah let's see here where's, where's, let me just read the post uh, come on you stupid internet not the internet this website actually is terrible he says in, in a post uh, My little brother Dwayne The time has come The world awaits the finale of Fast 10 As you know my children refer to you as Uncle Dwayne in my house There's not a holiday that goes by That they and you don't send well wishes But the time has come Legacy awaits He also makes a reference to Pablo Being like I told Pablo we are going to make 10 of these Pablo is what they called Paul Walker <laughs> Yeah that's not Yeah they called him Isn't that crazy? This white man called another white guy Pablo. I swore that we would reach and manifest the best fast in the finale that is ten. I'm gonna say that sentence one more time. The fast that is the finale that is ten. I swore. I'm gonna do this uh, as the bard. So is, this, so is this? This is this is just F- experience. F ten shit. the fast finale. This, yeah, it is a fast <laughs> ten finale. Uh Farts one and two. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this the proper enunciation that it needs. I swore. That we would reach best, the best fast in the finale that is 10. I say this out of love, but you must show up. Do not leave the franchise idle. You have a very important role to play. Hobbs can't be played by no other. Which means he can, because it's a double negative. <laughs> I hope that you rise to the occasion and fulfill your destiny. He's got so much other shit going on. Yeah, he's insane. This guy. Yeah, he's got issues, but he's also got money. He's insulated a bit. Um. So very. Oh, over two point one million likes on Instagram. <laughs> he, he should. He Jesus. should just go make another fucking Riddick movie. He's trying to. He wants to. Don't uh, believe uh, he's never not trying to make another Riddick. I'm okay with that. It's the best franchise. <laughs> it's so weird. It's very slow. It's so crazy. Um. Yeah, man. I. I'm down for more Riddicks, actually. Uh, Donnie Yen put out a cute little, um, goodbye video from the set of John Wick 4. It's a very, very cute photo. The opposite of, of, of Diesel and Johnson at this point. Mm-hmm. A very cute, uh, photo op of him and Keanu Reeves, like getting, putting their heads together for a selfie that Donnie Yen was taking. Uh, it's, it's, oh man, I can't wait to see that movie. Yeah, John Wick's awesome, uh, and and it leaked the title of it via merchandise. That happens often. Right. Merchandising will reveal details of movies. John Wick Four will be called John Wick Hagakuri. Okay, Hagakuri being the way of the samurai. It's a good book. Cool, good little book. A lot of samuraiisms in there, like a uh, measure twice. The testicles, <laughs> slice. You're like, whoa. Uh, hopefully, there's gonna be a lot of sword play <laughs> in this one. Hell yeah. <laughs> Called it Hagakere, there better. Be the, those movies sing uh, when the the hand, doing hand, hand stuff yeah. and weapons. And oh, the, dude, that the, guns. the 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 old knife shop scene. Come on, the knife museum. Bonkers. <laughs> when they realize they look at the knife, yeah. like there's so many knives <laughs> here. Oh my god. Ugh. That was that was the height <laughs> of that movie. The only bummer is that it's like so early in the film. Yeah. Um. This is very cute. Cardi B put out a video from backstage at some sort of event. She's all dolled up and she has like a dress on, Um, but it's also clearly like the very plain background, but she's in some video. It's only five seconds long where she's like, she's like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Look who it is. And then walking into frame is a Robert Pattinson. Ooh, at, Batman at Batman himself, and she's like, "Holy shit!" She's like freaking out over the twilight of, of it yeah. all because she's a she's a Rob Pattinson fan girl, oh. and uh, and he just like he looks like shit. He's like waving, "Hey, how's it going?" She looks amazing. It's very funny. She she was all of us in that moment. Cardi B fangirling over Rob Pattinson. Just, it was it was nice. <laughs> it was a nice moment of celebrity. Don't you wish you were celebrity sometimes? No. So, uh but then you could be cast in Extrapolations, a new Apple TV show featuring Ed Norton, Carrie Russell, Indira Varma. She's that chick from uh, Game of Thrones. Okay. The mother of the sand sand Vipers, No. And uh Michael Gandolfini. Okay. Interesting. Who, yeah, who's now getting Make, making himself a little career. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. Uh a show called Extrapolations coming to Apple. We gotta get we <clears throat> gotta get that Apple set up so we can start watching some of this shit. Uh uh-huh. Um, Studio Six 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 is a Foo Fighters horror comedy. Okay, that's a real thing. Okay, this is an actual thing. That is weird. It's a real movie made with. The, it's got a poster and everything. Let me show you. See if I can show you its poster actually.
2: Who Who do these guys think they are? Do they think they're the
3: fucking <laughs> Pink Floyd? They, do they think they're Led Zeppelin? They think they're the Beatles. The horror, <laughs> they think they're the horror Beatles. In Studio 666, the legendary rock band Foo Fighters move into an Encino mansion steeped in grisly rock and roll history to record their much-anticipated 10th album. Once in the house, Dave Grohl finds himself grappling with supernatural forces that threaten both the completion of the album and the lives of the band. Okay. There's a poster. Actual poster. Oh man,
2: this is like a yeah, this is a bad horror movie. <laughs> yeah, they did a bad horror movie. Okay. <laughs>
3: yeah. It's going to be like on Shutter or some yeah. shit like that. <clears throat> yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio will play Jim Jones in a new movie. Jonestown? Jonestown. Probably going to be called Jonestown. Uh, it's just 90 minutes of uh, Kool-Aid recipes. Mm-hmm. And then everybody drops it at the end. Spoiler. Uh, It sucks for the people who are (laughs) are apparently forced to drink it. That sucks. Like, like they see the other people dying. Like, I don't think I want to drink it. Yeah,
2: some people do choose to drink it. Other people actively do not want to drink it. I mean, some of the people, I don't even think they were poisoned. They were shot on the way out. Yeah, I mean, 900
3: people were dead, were killed. Yeah, a lot of people were gunned down as well. So, Jim Jones, produced by DiCaprio, is Appian Way's production. He'll star in it.
0: I can see that. Uh, do he's
2: going to he's gonna have those weird red glasses.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Do we have a director? I don't see a director. Anyway. AP Way apparently has to deal with Apple, so it could be okay. uh, Apple being an thing. Apple movie. Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch says he gave himself nicotine poisoning three times while shooting his Western The Power of the Dog. Gross. He uh, doesn't smoke. Yeah, but his, so, he, so he smoked too much. But his character, Chain Smokes, hand-rolled cigarettes. Oh!
2: <sighs> brutal. No, no filter. I, I, I've had nicotine poisoning. That
3: hurts. So have I. It sucks. It's not fun. It's disgusting. Um, Jane Campion, legendary New Zealand filmmaker. Uh, it's her new movie. She has made one in a while, and it's about the uh, Cumberbatch plays a guy called Phil Burbank, chain smoking roughneck American rancher handler. He told who is he talking to? He's talking to uh, I, I don't even see. He uh, he says. Oh, oh, he did this stupid thing where he was like, um, if someone forgot on the first day and called me Benedict, I wouldn't move. He insisted that people call him Phil. Did his American accent the oh, whole God time. God damn it. And that then, f- and they kept some, yeah, that's one of those damn, assholes. One of those assholes. Um, apparently Lady Gaga did the same thing where uh, she was just like in her character for, for months on end. And uh, and then she complained about the psychological toll of it. But I was like, oh, that was your choice. You didn't have to do that. Yeah. I <laughs> think you are David de David, were David, 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 so Yeah. What the fuck? I'm gonna say the Anthony Lewis. The uh, that was really hard, Carbatch said of smoking onset filterless rollies, just take after take after take. I gave myself nicotine poisoning three times when you have to smoke a lot. It genuinely is horrible. Uh, nicotine poisoning can create a range of symptoms, including nausea, vomiting, and extreme fatigue. Oh, also, this is gross. He spent long stretches of time without bathing during the film's production in order to develop a, quote, layer of stink, <laughs> like his character seldom washes. So,
2: you know, we can smell it on screen? Yeah. Just, just, just remember, when you watch this movie, Benedict Cumberbatch smells Stinks. like shit. Yeah. And, and his co-stars hate
3: him. Yeah, Because he smells like shit and he keeps blowing gross cigarette smoke in their face. And he says he's called what now? What's he called? And, and everybody had to call him what? Phil? Oh, Phil. Hey, this That's is weird. Phil no it's not Benedict <laughs> so I'm weird I'm Phil no you're not um, let's get into a little bit of T. Hanksgiving yeah Tom Hanks was asked about his three favorite films that he has ever made um, they're not like uh, out of the box choices Drew so go ahead and give me what do you think would be Tom Hanks' own choices for top three just give me name three <laughs> Tom Hanks movies
2: uh, I'm gonna go with probably Castaway okay I'm going to think, uh, I mean, I'll say Cloud Atlas because I love that movie. Okay. And uh, d- d- uh, Joe vs. the Volcano.
3: Oh, man, I love Joe vs. <laughs> the Volcano. I love Joe vs. the Volcano. It's so good. He's got a brain cloud. He was diagnosed with brain cloud. He had to throw himself into a volcano to live. So weird. Um, the Forrest Gump actor... Cited for his three favorite films, Cloud Atlas. Ooh, really? Castaway. Hey, I'm two for three. And League of Their Own. Oh, yeah. Two for three is not bad. You nailed nailed two of them. For Cloud Atlas, he said it was the first time he ever shot in Germany in the history. And for the work itself, we were part of this big, massive ensemble of fantastic people who were just trying to do the hardest, best work on a deep throw. Um, For League of Their Own, he said he was given the opportunity to play baseball for an entire summer. Shit, mm-hmm. and then for Castaway, uh, we were out in the middle of the ocean trying to grab shots. We we're out in Fiji, my whole family was with me. Nothing but adventures every single day. That's I was gonna say, I mean,
2: I would have figured Castaway just because, like, that's the movie that put fucking that made Tom Hanks Tom Hanks, yeah, that
3: took him to the next level. Of Tom Hanksery, no, for sure. Like, oh, he can do it. We've liked him, but he's like doing it in this one. How old do you think Tom Hanks is? I have no idea. No idea, right? Because we never even think about that. Yeah. Give me a guess. I mean, he looked like in the early 80s he was in his 20s. So, 70? 65. There we go. Good guess. 65. Um, So, T. Hanks giving this year, guys. Watch T. Hanks' favorite movies of his own. Cloud Atlas, uh, League of Their Own, and uh, Castaway. Ooh, Cloud Atlas is a weird one that's going to freak people yeah. out. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to freak people out. That's a fun one for T. Hanksgiving this year. Um, Channing Tatum Tom Hardy Afghanistan evacuation movie are you ready sure I guess so <laughs> I
2: guess sure uh, I don't know it's not I like Tom Hardy when he's weird like yeah did you watch uh, Taboo yes absolutely on Hulu? yeah yeah that great shit show is fucking
3: bonkers great show I love that show I hope he's they on,
2: do a second season he's on Peaky Blinders which I'm rewatching
3: right now too yeah that's so. another one I gotta get around get around to the Peaky Blinders Peaky
0: Peaky Blinders
3: um, that evacuation pullout that just happened. That was a real shit show. Now we're making a movie about it. Channing okay. Tatum, Tom Harding going to be in it. Okay. I'll watch. Pretty much, right? That's a, that's my feeling. Like, all right, I'll watch it. <laughs> um, a couple of Paul Thomas Anderson newsies here. PTA, because he's got his own movie coming out. Licorice Pizza. Which looks weird. It does look weird? Like a weird little slice of life, late 70s, San Bernardino, California, uh, teenagers hanging out type of thing. Apparently, when he wrote the script... He had Elena Ham in mind already for oh, that kind okay. of role, and then he went looking to the old traditional. Let's go find our young actor for the for the high schooler or whatever. Who you know, it's a relationship story, and uh, but the whole time he's like, I've been friends with the Hoffman family, and this kid Cooper Hoffman is sort of like trying to be a bit of an actor. So he sort of uh, fell into. It. He didn't expect it to be Cooper Hoffman, but it is. So. Uh, no. Maybe he'll be like the young Gandolfini and make a little career out of his dad go. being popular. Next, next generation, next generation actress, Michael Gandolfini, fucking Cooper Hoffman. It's happening right before our eyes, man. Isn't that crazy? Bleh. It's it reminds it's like for us, it would be like if we go back to the 60s, late 60s, early 70s, like, hey, man. You know, remember, Kurt Douglas has been making movies for decades. He's got this kid, Michael, who's been doing stuff. (laughs) He kind of looks like him. It's weird. You uh think he's got anything? going? nah, Michael, he ain't going to last. Michael Douglas, won't be nothing. He'll be nothing. Um, And now we're like, Michael Douglas is an old man. He's going to (laughs) die. He's an old man. That jest died. (laughs)
2: That that lucky fucker married Catherine
3: Zeta-Jones. Yeah. Yeah, the hottest Spanish woman from all of Wales. Like, I mean, yeah. I don't know how she, she looks like <laughs> that. She's Welsh. She's a Welsh lady, but she looks like that. Um, So uh, he wants Daniel Day-Lewis unretired, just like we all do. But it's probably not going to happen. And uh, he's on the side of... He doesn't care if his movies get streamed on whatever devices. He don't give a fuck. Cause as, he, as long as people watch. Yeah, he's like, hey, if, pe- if I'm dead long after I'm dead and people are still actually pulling up my movies to watch them on whatever device he doesn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. He just wants the opportunity for his stuff to live on. So, when it, com- when it comes down to film theaters versus streaming, he don't care. Just wants you to watch it. Um, there's a BBC crime show being made where Christopher Walken is part of the cast. It's like him and a bunch of younger people. Mm-hmm. And they hired Banksy to do... Uh, to. Add a tiny little like mural to the set so that they can have a scene where uh Chris O'Walken paints over it. Like that's the joke. I'm sure Banksy was all in on that because yeah, like, he's in it he's into destroying his own work. He, but but then itself it but then it becomes a piece of art. In itself, yeah. A commercial piece of art. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh in a in a BBC show, Chris O'Walken painted over in Banksy. That's a real Banksy. I'm
2: looking to. I'm looking forward to the future where we find out who Banksy was.
3: I think they've figured it out. It's the... Um, it's,
2: is, it, is it the guy from fucking uh, Massive, massive attack? attack? Yeah, I think it's is the guy it? from... I think so. I mean, that's the best theory, but there's still... I don't think there's concrete, like... That's, that's fair. Con- it it concrete not. evidence, but I, I... It is the best theory. We
3: have to wait for the day when, like, either one of them die, and then in the obituary, just like, two obituaries side by side, when it's, like, the guy from Massive Attack yeah. dead. Banksy dead. You're like, hmm... <laughs> the same person what's going on here it's like clark kent missing superman dead clark kent no. missing oh that's what it'll be like, banksy dead uh this guy missing yeah. like wait a second how do they know banksy's dead he had no face and they he, couldn't find the other guy we found a corpse with no face yeah. and we can't find the other guy it's the weird joker shit um how are we doing time wise oh man we're going over this week all right i have a bunch of i'm just gonna read a bunch of headlines essentially I feel like I've been doing that already. Jake Hall will be in the uh, Roadhouse remake coming from MGM, directed by Doug Lyman. I used still- to... Fuck guys like you in prison. Someone better. Who, yeah, they got to cast that role. Betty <laughs> role, probably. Who would that be? Some old, weird, old white guy. Like Richard Jenkins. Imagine Richard Jenkins in that role. Saying <laughs> that line? Yeah, say that line to some guy. For a case to they, fuck guys like you in prison. If they don't reuse that line, I'm going to be so disappointed in the movie. That's the thing. It, the movie has such weird alchemy of strange dialogue and actors and style. Like remaking, it's the wrong movie to remake. You're not going to do anything nearly as cool or weird or different. People are going to shit on it. So I think it's a bad look. It's a bad look, guys. But they're going for it. It's fine. They're going for it. So Jake Gyllenhaal, Doug Liman, Roadhouse. It's coming. Um, Willem Defoe, Emily Watson, Finn Wolfhard. Remember him? Mm-hmm. They're going to be in A24's first family movie. Uh, it's a fantasy epic called The Legend of Ochi. And right. it looks like a real, like, original. Someone just came up with something whole cloth, and 824 is funding it, distributing it. Okay. Could, could be good. Cool. Could be good. We'll be talking about that when it gets close. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, just got once, once Once I see the logo, I'm like, ooh. Do they have
2: something? Let me this see. This could be very good. They
3: actually do have some sort of, I think, promo art. Let me see. It's based on do writers own characters, or the screenplay. It's a sort of a young girl who runs away from home Learns to communicate with an elusive animal species known as Ochi. Okay. Sounds very um Miyazaki. Uh no art. No art. Cool. Um Star Trek, Transformers, movies. All delayed at Paramount. Starformers. Starformers. Star Trek Formers. Trek Former. Delayed. That's the Beast Wars one. Mm-hmm. The animal one primal something. Mm-hmm. That one got delayed. Did she just scrap it? it's gonna be bad no i mean it's shot it's just they need time oh, it's to, done. yeah it's oh. done they just need time to do posts i think so they just delayed that and then the star trek movie is um from the person who did speaking of aforementioned wandavision okay shankman something like that matt shankman um arnold Schwarzenegger might join the mcu he's been seen taking meetings with kevin Feige. Okay. Uh, but I also put this out there everyone takes meetings with Kevin Feige <laughs> like have been trying to figure out how Al Pacino's going to work into this for years yeah. now because he's been taking meetings and stuff too
2: maybe he's just friends with Kevin Feige it's and he possible. just hangs out yeah, maybe like, maybe I'm ritual
3: really. just hang out have a good time
2: I, I mean smoke make, some cigars make, I, I hope that Al Pacino just is like a super MCU like nerd or something when he goes home like he's yeah. in his old age just, he's lost up. his mind and he's into comic books. tell oh, me about, about Asgard yeah yeah <laughs> So
3: the sword <laughs> It'd be
2: sends so the weird. Bifrost.
3: That so no, would be weird. Well, Al, you know really. No no no. Tell me, tell me. <laughs> no, tell I wanna me. know. I wanna know. I wanna know. Oh, I don't know. What's your favorite? Oh, I don't know. The Incredible Hulk. Well, you're you're an originalist. Um the new Oh yeah, Netflix. Squid Game, season two. It's coming. Of course. The guy who wrote and directed it, they they gave him a truck full of money and said please give us another one and he was like you got it so it happened remember we talked about this a few weeks ago I think it was Dave Bautista put out a tweet because he loves Twitter and he put out a tweet it was like I'm just gonna put this out there in the universe buddy cop comedy me Jason Momoa Momoa. yeah right Uh, make this happen universe and the universe made it happen uh, can can you say four way bidding war <laughs> for on, studios on,
2: on a project that doesn't have a script yet? <laughs> I mean, Christ! Don't, seriously, isn't that That's wild? Amazing.
3: Based on Twitter buzz, yeah. um, according to the Deadline, MGM is looking like they're going to be the winning bidder. MGM now uh, in the process of—I don't think it's finalized yet—being to be owned by Amazon. Uh they're, okay. bu- they're buying their so whole a- Amazon studio. So
2: Amazon Studios is. That's how they're getting into the the big boy market. That's how they're that's how they're filling out a lot
3: of their library for sure well, on Prime. And, Absolutely.
2: And also, though, it, it gives them you know it gets that Amazon Studios the push it needs. It, it will do something. It
3: gives them a, even more leeway, uh, headway into um, Bond. Yeah. Because MGM is Bond. Well, okay. Um, but yeah, it's looking like Man they're gonna be paying.
2: Well, I mean. Jeff Bezos for some
3: has yet. Jeff Bezos gets my hundred
2: dollars every year, so <laughs> yeah. is it hundred dollars? I'm not even paying attention <laughs> for the Prime. Auto- yeah, yeah, is think, it
3: hundred yeah, dollars? I think it's like a hundred bucks. Fuck, I'm
2: not even paying attention. It's once a year. It doesn't make. I mean, that's what I'm saying.
3: <laughs> I got the Disney one about to roll open in, in a week. Here, it's like that's like seventy bucks. Right. I have it on my calendar. I'm like, okay, I have got to set aside seventy bucks here. Um, I should pay attention more to my money. Yeah, I just got an email. But then again, we're just gonna we're gonna die. Who cares? <laughs> That's how I see the world. You easily. can't take it with you, Chris. The Egyptians tried and failed. Oh, whenever, yeah, they did try. Whenever I have like any sort of thought, like man, maybe I should take care of this. I just think to myself, ah, we're all gonna be dead. Who we'll gives a shit? Yeah, we will. You're right. Eventually. Um. Final story. Movie pass coming back. Moopy pass. Moopy pass, baby this is the moopiest past thing of every th- that I've ever even heard in terms okay. of moopy pass. One of the original co-founders of moopy pass. Who, who's, who's already failed once. No, nah, he succeeded when he was part of the team that sold it oh, to the hedge fund, Helios that, that Matheson that fucked it up. Okay, good yeah. for them. Um, he just bought moopy pass back in bankruptcy. Uh, apparently, the minimum bid to purchase Moopy Pass was two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. He put in a bid. He said he put in a bid even less than that, and he was the winning bidder. So he did not confirm whether like, he actually paid that amount or what. If he worked like, out you, something, I'll, I'll give you fifty grand. Yeah, I'll give you exactly. <laughs> I'll give you one seventy-five. You fucking idiots. But he got Moopy Pass back. That's at, hilarious. And it's coming back, baby. That's uh, all right. The, the Regal Ops way better yeah the ship is sailing that one baby AMC Stubbs takes care of the AMC side Regal App is taking care of the Regal side that's already like 60% of theaters in America right there yeah. so uh, nice try but we ain't fallen for it thrice <laughs> right at least anyway. I never fell for it. So Jessica Guyburn, uh, thank you so much for this week's episode. You're welcome. And you are welcome, listeners, for this week's episode. We'll be back next week with 463. What will it be? It's up to you and me. Peace out.